What's good? Yo, what's good, Keegan? Hey, what's happening, man? I'm uh, doing okay, man. How we living? Cheetah, we are living good. Living good. Well, Dog Nation, uh, I hope you have been well. Uh, we have a lot to talk about this week on uh, this episode of Off the Leash. Of course, I'm Cheetah, and with me is Keegan. And Woo-woo. let's hop into our first loss of the season. And let's see what we can do to maybe bounce back and maybe – you know, finish strong in the SEC East. Yeah, let's let's do that. Let's talk about how we freaking lost to South Carolina. Not cool. Um, very disappointing. My TV actually went out as we were going into overtime, so I had to listen to it on TuneIn Radio app, which is a savior for those who ever go through it. Get yourself some TuneIn Radio. It saved me, but it was. Horrible to hear Hot Rod, Blanket Chip, not go through. And he's been so clutch, and I'm not holding it against him because we had four turnovers. So, what were your thoughts? Lucky lucky for you, you didn't have to witness it. But um, I don't know. I I have a lot of thoughts. And, you know, we were kind of tossing around some ideas a little bit earlier. And I guess, you know, there's – you know, first of all, there was plenty of blame to go around, to be honest. And – you know, hats off to South Carolina. You know, they came they came to Athens for a noon game, and, you know, they looked like they wanted to be there. I can't really say they did the same about our team, you know. And, you know, looking back at the Tennessee game, you know, it I won't call it a hangover, but, you know, we, we've seen some warning signs, not only, mm-hmm. you know, not only from the offense, in particular the offense, but really on that Saturday, it just really didn't look like we wanted to be there. And, you know, we got out coached. You mentioned the four turnovers. Um, you know, that doesn't happen a lot. But, listen, in the SEC, even against the worst teams, you know, scratch that. At every level of football, if you lose the turnover margin by four, you're you're going to lose that game. And, you know, it went to second overtime, and it felt like, you know, both teams were like, hey, you want to win the game? No, nah, no, nah, you take it. Like, nah, man, we're good. Y'all want, the, y'all want to take the game? You take it. So, you know, yeah. it it was just really bad football, but, you know, turnovers was a big problem. But let's talk a little bit about the offense because Coley's getting a lot of heat. And, you know, I mentioned earlier in some podcasts that from what we what we were seeing, you know, not a whole lot of explosive plays. And we, I was complaining about just a little bit too much east and west activity. Like, I love screens and stuff, but you got to get north and south. You know, maybe some vertical passes or something like that. What What is it that you saw from the offense? Well, I mean – all the defenses we're going to play for the rest of the year are going to load the box. I expect Kentucky to do the same thing. It seems like teams think they're going to have success playing man against our wide receivers and they're loading the box. And if we're playing really conservative in our passing game, our receivers who are, you know, a little bit younger, they're not going to get the separation they need. So we've got to be throwing the ball down the field so our speed can really come into play. And as far as, when we run the ball, we've got to change it up. We can't be running on obvious downs. I, you know, it seems like I've, I've talked to people who really don't even follow football that well. They're like, yeah, this seems really predictable. <laughs> it's like they don't even really know football. This yeah, day. no joke. That's not good. So we got to, you know, change it up, just play aggressive. Like I would think what you said earlier, dude, like really made me think if we play with as much gumption and, 
determination as South Carolina did against us, we would be national champions this year. Oh, they came ready to play. And you could do, I know it's a noon game. And, like, even for us, dude, like, I, I, I was out of the house when the game started. I came back around halftime and, you know, saw that we were losing. And I was like, oh, well, well here come the halftime adjustments. We'll pick it up and we'll destroy them. And I think we're just leaning too much on that, dude. I saw so many plays where, like you mentioned, lack of separation from our wide receivers, and not all on them. A lot of it's just, you know, play calling. Like, if we if they're pressing, if the corners are pressing our wide receivers who are talented but young, and I guess inexperienced, some of them, and they're loading the box, what is the point of throwing slants and curls or, or comebacks or outs when all of the, the defenders – are right within, you know, 10, 15 yards, stretch the field. And, um, yeah. yeah, this this run, run on first, run on second, throw on third, dude, it, that, it, literally, it really makes me sick. Like, And that goes for everybody. Unless you're Wisconsin and your game is fullback, tailback, pound it, ISO, uh, it, it just doesn't feel like we're using our weapons well, appropriately. It, that makes we're, sense. It, it felt like we were shooting for third down. Because <laughs> you know that's that's essentially what it was happening. Like it was like two and three yard pickups. I don't know how many third downs we had, and then how many like three and outs we had. You know, it wasn't good. So I just felt we rebound. We get you know. I hope the coach the coaches saw what we saw and really take it to the next level and make the changes that need to happen so we can rebound. Because if we play like this against Auburn or Florida. We're gonna have some major trouble. Like, yeah, and and you made a good point, you know, uh, and I'd love for you to kind of elaborate on it. Like, at, at, on one hand, it is just one loss, and you can look at it as it. Sometimes it's good to get that loss out of the way early. Sometimes it's a wake up call. But at the same time, if we think that we're gonna be able to play like this week in and week out, as our schedule is gonna get much tougher SEC wise, like we can pretty much. Not even we can stop talking about the playoffs. Our only concern should be getting to Atlanta. But again, you think Florida or Auburn is not going to watch that tape over and over again and just try to do exactly what South South Carolina did verbatim? Like, why would why would you change anything? And we do have some injuries, but I don't know, man. It's again starting from Tennessee. I'm, the warning signs are showing up, and it's you know once it starts to be a pattern. Like we talked about earlier, like we 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 beat Vanderbilt handily. That was a decent game. It doesn't look so good now. We beat Notre Dame. It's sloppy. Remember, people people were disappointed in Georgia. They don't look like a really good team, but we still won. Beat Tennessee, sloppy game. Beat them by a good chunk, and then you know we continued our sloppy play to lose to South Carolina in double overtime. So really, the things that we're have been doing or haven't been doing well is finally just catching up to us. What what can we do to change that? Well, I would just think, for one, we should say the, the best championship teams that I've ever seen, and I think that exist in general, are the ones that faced adversity and were able to handle that. So it's not like necessarily bad to have adversity. And our season is fully ahead of us. So if we come back with the right attitude and really just be a little bit more aggressive in our play calling and, you know, really kind of try to spread the ball out. Um, I think 
What was your question? What did you ask me specifically? <laughs> what Sorry. What can we do? What can we do to change? You know, some of the mistakes that we made on offense. Now, granted, Jake Fromm is not going to turn the ball over three times. You know, he had the one pick where he was kind of drifting backwards, which was terrible. He had the one pick that came right off Tyler Simmons' hands. Uh, you know, with one of those final drives where I thought the game was absolutely over. Uh, and then, uh, uh, then there was another turnover after that. So we can count on Jake not, you know, staying that way. But, like, what can we do offensively? Because, you know, it, that's just not going to get it done, dude. Well, I mean, we – I think, you know, depends on your opponent. I think we should uh, try to attack their weaknesses. I mean, that's pretty obvious. And then we should really try to exploit what we're seeing happening in the game. If something's working, just keep going back to it. If something's not working, like, let's not try to force it. You know, like, I don't know how many runs I saw where it's like, you know, I played football. It's like, okay, they're they're loading the box. Okay, we're going for the two gap. Okay, the nose tackle's right there. (laughs) It's, it's, It's just like schematically, it's like, I don't know if Jake Fromm's not making those calls or what, but we really need to be just more we just have to be smarter you know and I feel like I don't know if that's a coaching lapse I think we just got out coached this last game but then again you know maybe that's what it took for you know even the coaches to get tested so hopefully everyone can just kind of bounce forward I mean I don't have like one specific strategy I think we should you know attack the edges I think we should um, you know throw some um, you know some screens you know have a couple of reverses really get um, Demetrius Robertson, uh, you know, using his lateral quickness that's so deadly in open space, you know, kind of getting, um, you know, using, you know, involving our uh, more, we talked about earlier, you know, DeAndre Swift, he's an excellent running back. You know, I think he's an NFL running back, but he's not necessarily a all-around running back. I think he's he's good on the outside. He's he can cut an open field, but the but the best of them, I think he's good up, you know, inside. But I don't think he's like superb. I think that, you know, I don't think he's a Todd Gurley kind of back. I think that we need to use uh, Harrion and um, Zeus, you know, inside. Um, I think all of those things and just involving the tight ends, you know, just mixing it up. Um, it's not just one thing that's going to do it for us. We just have to, like, find what's working, attack it, and just be aggressive. I think that's the main thing. I'll now, it, it's easy for us as fans to kind of to kind of criticize, but at the same time, you would think these people who do this for a job, you know, can see the things that they're doing wrong and make adjustments. Uh, another thing, you know, not just Kirby, I guess the football team in general, like, you know, I don't understand why we have to wait until halftime to make adjustments, like, if you know something's not going wrong, communicate with your coordinators and, and make the change. And, you know, just to go ahead and put that out there, the defense played well. 17 points, 20 points, whatever they scored, like that's enough to get a win in the SEC. But, like, Colby's going to have to step it up. And like you mentioned, you know, attack a defensive weaknesses. If our wide receivers can't get separation, we have two great tight ends that should be able to exploit a defense's linebackers. We – you mentioned Alvin Kam- or not Alvin Kamara. Sorry, you mentioned DeAndre Swift, who we should use like as as uh, New Orleans uses Alvin Kamara. You know, off tackle. You know, 
throw the ball out of him out of the backfield and let Zeus and Brian Harrion maybe do a little bit more inside the tackle work. You know, just simple things like that. You know, if you know we've gotten to this pistol spread type of thing, which is you know everywhere now. Like, I mean, do something different. Like, you can do something different and be successful. And Coley, you know, he's he's actually got a petition, you know. Uh, for him to get fired, which, you know, fans who overreact always do this. But, like, at the same time, like, what has he done that's much different from Cheney? Like, it's such a it's such a love-hate relationship for, you know, UGA fans going back a few years. It's like when we have good offenses, our defenses were terrible. Now that Kirby's here, our defense has been pretty legit all the way through, but we just can't find an offensive coordinator to really, you know, seem to get it done. Schottenheimer was terrible. I didn't think Cheney was that bad, but it was a little bit vanilla. But now Coley, you know, whose only experience was at Miami, has really shown a lack of creativity and a lack of, you know, taking chances. And that, and that may be Kirby pulling the reins on him, but this whole let's run the ball and wear them out over the course of the game is a good is a good idea. But like you, you mentioned earlier, I thought it was a great point. Like, it's not always just about, you know, physically wearing a team out if you put up 21 points in the first quarter mentally you know that that's hard to try to dig out of that hole so if you're you know if we're running the ball three yards per carry and have a long sustainable drive and score and then the other team's offense come out and throws the bomb and scores like yeah they're going to be a little bit more tired but guess what the score is still seven to seven so i feel like you know you got to be careful with that like don't i don't, I don't know you know I, I i watched kirby and it you know, it looks like he still struggles with a lot of, uh, you know, in-game decisions. And I know those are hard in in the, situ- in the situation, like, as they happen. But, like, it's just some things are questionable, even, you know, as a, a coach as good as Kirby. And, you know, I hope this, this week they really fixed a lot of these things because if not, dude, this is going to be a long season. And there's going to be a lot of people, you know, at least hot seats if this season ends up, no disrespect to Mark Rick, but like a 10-2-9-3 type of deal, and we don't go to Atlanta. Like, it's going to be bad. Now, I haven't hopped off the wagon. You know, DeAndre was saying, listen, everybody's counting us out. You know, you can't count. I think we're too talented to just let this go, but the warning signs are there, my friend. And oof, I don't even want to think about Florida or Auburn or any of these real teams right now. Like, uh, I don't even know what to think about Kentucky going in. Like, we're, we're obviously the better team versus them and versus South Carolina, but not a lot of confidence to be had right now in the dogs. Well, I think that South Carolina is a better team than Kentucky as of now. I think that Kentucky is really struggling. I think that, uh, I don't know, I think that we got caught, you know, and that Jake Prom played horrible. You know, you could argue he's responsible for at least three of the you know, the tip pass, you can't really blame on him, but at least three of the turnovers out of the four. So, you know. Jake, Jake Fong, he's been responsible for so many, you know, wins for us that, I, you know, as much as I hate how bad he played, you know, I'll give him a pass. Like, there there are going to be bad games. But, again, huh. the difference in losing and looking okay and then losing and just looking like you were just disinterested and – you know, just weren't finding success anywhere, which we we weren't for the most part. Now, the turnovers obviously lost over that, but, but again, like, turnovers are a part of the game. When's the last time we lost the turnover margin by four? 
You know what I mean? I mean, it's like we want to say something that makes it better, but it's like at the end of the day, they came to our stadium and beat us. So. Oh, it is what it is. There's no getting around that. Yeah, so we have to just face it. Hopefully we learn from it. And, you know, if the coaches can apply and fix some problem areas, then, you know, it's a good thing, you know. And, and it really could be a great thing for us. So It could be. It could just turn out to be the one blemish on what ends up being uh, I mean, a beautiful season. I mean, I heard a guy say it tonight, you know, Alabama lost back-to-back years to Ole Miss. They still were, like, national champions. <laughs> and, you know, Tebow had his loss where he cried and did the whole thing in the press conference. Now, all- caveat to those. If you're talking about the land, like when Ole Miss started the land chart stuff, like those teams were good, so good that they, you know, the NCAA imposed sanctions because of how they were recruiting those good players. And then also when Tebow lost, I, I still remember that speech. Tebow was like, all right, bet. Like, okay, you will never, see, we ain't losing again, and you will never see. And I think that's kind of what DeAndre Swift's doing, like, as a leader should. He didn't call out Coley, but he was like, listen, we didn't have any big plays, and that's just not going to – we have too many explosive players to let that let that happen. So if somebody in the locker room will put on, you know, go Tebow, and we just run train for the rest of the season, South Carolina can have that win. You know, that, that makes their season, and that's cool, but we got a lot more left to play for. So, exactly. again, not giving up by any means, but – as a UGA fan, you know, it's it's disappointing. You know, I, I'd probably be more mad if we hadn't endured so many heartbreaking losses here in the recent years. But nonetheless, it's just like you just shake your head. At like, South Carolina, I don't care if it's double OT. Like, it shouldn't have got to that point. But, you know, still got a lot to play for, man. So I, I'm optimistic cool. about that. And hopefully it starts with Kentucky. Yeah, and speaking of Kentucky, it looks like they're going to have, like, a two-quarterback situation. Uh, last week they played their star receiver Lynn Bowden, which he actually had two touchdowns and uh, running and one touchdown passing. So that's going to be kind of interesting to see. We don't really have much tape on him. We know he's an athlete, and then they have Sawyer Smith, who's backing up Terry Wilson before he got hurt for the season. So it's going to be kind of an interesting situation to look at for Kentucky's quarterback. Um, Otherwise, I mean, we're pretty much all around better than them, and we should definitely dominate. So if we we can come out and kind of gain some confidence early, I think this will really be what we need. And I hope the Bulldogs are on fire and ready to rebound. Well, if if recent history, um, you know, tells us anything is that we are just not successful when there's a backup quarterback or a third-string quarterback playing, playing the game. We can't seem to get it done when when the starters are out. So, fingers crossed on that. And, you know, I, I do expect the defense come to play and bring that havoc. I just hope the offense can, you know, have a little dose of, you know, some offensive havoc uh, on the other side. I hope, you know, again, just see a little bit of aggressiveness, like the east-west play, like screen plays, wide receiver screens, and – Jet sweeps, they're good, but only if you're also stretching vertically and the defense has to defend the whole field. Give me, like, your realistic stat lines for the offensive players that you'd like to see ball out. Like, just give me, like, just go down the line. Like, tell me what they got 
touchdowns, receptions. Listen, what, what's been good for us and what I want to see is DeAndre Swift with about 15 carries, two touches, two touch, two tutties, 120 yards total, 120 total yards. I don't care if they're passing or rushing, 120 to 150. Jake Fromm not throwing the ball any more than 30 times, maybe even 25. Um, you know, have the running backs go about their business, but, you know, got to see some wide receivers, got to see some tight ends and wide receivers get some receptions on third. And then I expect the defense uh, to play well. Hopefully we can get some, you know, some of our guys back. Tyson Campbell's been missing most of the year, which which hurts. But, you know, I just want to see the blueprint. You know, we have to have an identity. And whatever that is, like, you know, hopefully it leads to success. But I expect DeAndre Swift to be a big part of that and Jake as well. But not putting putting the game, you know, all on his shoulders, like 40 pass attempts, like it's it's just not what's been successful for us. So, you know, hopefully we can, you know, make some changes. Yeah, definitely. I think we got to get our, you know, a plethora of running backs, spread the carries around. Like, don't be afraid to – yeah, sure, I really hope that, um, you know, DeAndre Swift gets plenty of touches, but we got four or five guys that – we need to have out there, we need to have a couple of formations where we have a few running backs to kind of keep the defense guessing because it's such a strength we have, we need to utilize that. So that's something I would like to see. And really just involving the tight ends, you know, like you said, take advantage of those gaps, like take advantage of the man coverage with the mismatches on the on the uh, linebackers. So hopefully we can get I know there's something in that playbook that can beat man coverage with a loaded box. So, I mean, if that's what it's going to take, like, we got to pull it out because, I mean, starting with Kentucky, they're, you know, their head coach is uh, a, a great coach, Stoops, and, you know, they have – they're really taught well – or they're well-taught, well-coached on D. So I expect them to follow the blueprint that's been – the only blueprint so far this year that's been successful against Georgia. And, you know, we just got to be ready for that, plain and simple. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's – you know, he talked about what the game tape looked like against South Carolina. Well, we can kind of change the narrative on the game tape. <laughs> they come out and do that, and we actually have an answer for it because it is predictable. You know, we should be able to come up with something. It's not rocket science. There's plenty of strategies that beat those schemes. So. Yeah, I, I'm really overall just looking for, you know, a, a good performance. You know, because we we've got we've got some some big games coming up. You know, we will have a bye before Florida, but we got to we got to have a complete game come through now. And I'm looking forward to that complete game whenever it is. But you know, it's 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 football time. Like if if you're not ready, I don't care if it's a noon game on SEC Network or ESPN. Like you just got to be ready to play. And like Kirby said, he kind of felt that there was a little bit of a lack of energy. And I completely understand that. I don't think many fans were super excited about this game. Well, that's over with. We got we got that loss. So, you know, I'm excited to see what a uh, UGA team that's got their back, so to speak, against the wall, what they look like. Yeah, exactly. I think that if, if we can come back this week and really, you know, execute to our level or our standard that we talk about, that – you know, the season will really, you know, the momentum will turn. It'll give the players, all, you know, everything will change, you know, immediately. But if we lose, 
season is over. Like we will not be in the playoffs. None of that. So don't even don't even speak such things. And I, I won't waste my time right now with a, a score prediction because I'm just <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it. Luckily, we didn't do make a podcast last week because then okay. uh, buddy, we would have been in some trouble. Like, oh, we're going we gonna to be out Carolina 50 and negative three. Like, <laughs> oh, we would have been in trouble, boy. So, Man, uh, last year we chicken wings and everything. Um, yeah, like we did. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I suppose that. But, uh, but listen, it's okay. It's a loss. The world the world is not over. And, you know, UJ will bounce back. So, you know, let's just get ready for – let's just get ready for another game. And, Dog Nation, I, I know we're all anxious to see a win. And, uh, 